Welcome to the Cultured Chameleon Podcast. My name is Eugene. And my name is Lucas. And this is a podcast that focuses on third culture kids and adults, mental health topics, and theological and philosophical topics as well. We hope you enjoy the show. I actually finally played guitar Really? I was like, oh, this feels nice. Forgot about nice. these things I enjoy that are leisurely. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Culture Chameleon. It's good to see all you little chameleons. We can't see you though, so it's good to hear from all you little chameleons out there. <laughs> Some of them we hear from. Some of them yeah. we do hear from, yeah. Which is nice. It is nice. Hello, Lawrence. Come here. Come join the podcast. Hey. You made it. You made it. Hi. You, oh. I feel like we almost always get a visit from him every time. I think we do, yeah. He's very comfortable around you, which is saying a lot because he is always terrified of human beings. Which always seems that way. Oh, yeah? I think it's harder to hear you. I think you have to be down just a little bit. Yeah. So then when you speak, you? it just kind of projects over it. Yeah. All right. Up a little bit. <clears throat> so, welcome back. Today we're talking about food. Food it is. Food it is. <laughs> but before we take our best and worst food takes from around the globe that Eugene and I have tried over the many years of our lives, it's not that many. Um, how was your week? Past two weeks since we recorded last. It was pretty good. Yeah, my parents came down. They visited. I think we actually mentioned that in the last podcast. You, you mentioned that they were coming. <clears throat> yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah I wanted I to meet them. And you did. Which I did, yes. They were very nice. Very nice people. I enjoyed that a lot. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. you got to enjoy it. And the food that we got to enjoy too. That oh, was yeah. awesome. That was great. I'm so glad that place exists here. Especially in Virginia Beach. Have you had that kind of food before? Um, no, not like that. That felt good. <laughs> more authentic, I guess. Awesome. I don't know. It I'm just glad. Had a real ambiance to it. Guang. Was it Guangdong? Yeah. Guangdong taste. That was good. Guangdong means Canton. Canton. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, Lawrence. The Cantonese. Yeah, but it was great seeing your parents, especially because I've never met your parents ever, but you have met my parents all the time. So I always thought that was kind of interesting. I was like, I don't know who's who Eugene's parents are. I know you got brothers. Um, I've only met them a few times, but through uh, gaming, so that was a little different, so. Yeah, it's different meeting them in person. I guess maybe maybe one day you get to meet a brother in person. He's thinking about coming down. <gasps> but yeah, I'm glad you guys got to join us. That's pretty fun to have you guys there. How's your week? Week was pretty good. I don't know. All the allergies just kind of hit all at once this week, so I felt pretty. I felt pretty. I felt like Jello basically. This week, I don't know why I just did. Um, which, if you feel like Jello, and if you have clients, that's not always fun. <laughs> so I'm like taking time in session. I'm just like I'm booting, I'm rebooting, I'm rebooting. Oh man, that's <laughs> getting rough. ready. So, but today feels great, and uh, I feel really good now. So I don't know. That was just a little slip into like feeling terrible, and then I came back out real quick. I don't think I was sick, and I'm pretty happy about that because i haven't been sick for a while not since like the fall so that feels really good i feel healthy <laughs> well there's certainly a lot of pollen i feel like especially virginia beach you get tons here i'll look out and see my car and it's just covered with a different color like, i thought this was black but <laughs> i guess not it's got a nice yellow tint now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool oh <laughs> um, like fresh paint job yeah yeah okay Let's get into 
our best and worst food takes. I imagine because you've also lived around the world that you've had a lot of interesting food. Am I imagining wrong? That is accurate. That is accurate. I have, at least according to me anyway. <laughs> I think it's pretty interesting. I'm sure relative to what you're used to may not be, but I thought it was interesting anyway. Well, I mean, relative to our listeners, maybe. Relative to me, I think also yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't know. You might tell me something I've never heard about before. Yeah, we'll see. Although, <laughs> I, th I think by now, yeah. I do have a few in mind that are kind of memorable. Now I'm curious. I don't think we, I've had a conversation with you about your weird food experiences. Well, there, there's a difference between good, the worst, and then weird like food experiences. Um, I'll tell you my best food experiences, though. So oh, yeah, let's hear it. Plenty of those. I want to hear it. So we'll start with, with Berlin, because in, in Berlin, one of the things that I learned, it took me a while to learn, um, and I, it's not necessarily a, a Berlin thing. It's more like a... Like a well, it's like a dinner kebab or, or a, a donor kebab for those who don't say dinner. Um, English speaking people. Yeah, English speaking people. <laughs> um, it's not a German thing uh, by any means because Germany has a lot of diversity in it, especially in Berlin. It's very diverse. So you have a lot of different um, people from different ethnicities and cultures and countries coming together and blending different types of food together um, or just showcasing their own food. So a, a döner kebab, and you can find these pretty much everywhere in Germany, but I'm biased to Berlin because I think that's where you can find the best döner. Um, it's not a pita sandwich. Um, it's really hard to explain, but I guess it's like a triangular shaped sandwich. Um, so it's like two V's and it's attached. So they have a bottom. Uh, and you fill it with different sauces. You got a spicy sauce. You have a garlic sauce, um, kind of like a tzatziki sauce. Mm. And so you fill the bottom with your sauces, um, and then you put the meat in, and the meat can be lamb, so it's like shaved lamb pieces or shaved pork or, or chicken. Um, some, some people like roast vegetables as well, and so they'll add the roasted vegetables in as well, but they'll put the meat in, like the meat shavings. And then they'll put your salad, tomato, you know, diced onions, diced, you know, that stuff back in, top it with some more meat. And then maybe like a few sauces across it. And that's your dinner. And you, you basically hold it like a sandwich and you can take it anywhere. And it costs like $3, three euros and 50 cents, <clears throat> maybe four euros. So it's a really cheap. That's super cheap. Really cheap, very fulfilling. Um, I don't know, like take, take out food, not take out food, just like you're walking up to like a little place and get it and go. So you just grab and go, grab and go. Basically <laughs> they're everywhere. I love them. I miss them a lot. They don't have it here in America. And if they do, it's not the same. <laughs> it's never the same. It's never the same. It's never the same. I had it one time in Austin, Texas, and it was the only one of its kind. And it brought back memories, but it, it was sad to say it wasn't the same. So, yeah, I recommend anybody who goes to Germany, especially Berlin, get yourself a dinner. You'll definitely see it. Um, and it's the best thing out there. When I first went to Germany, though, and I had it, I was like, what is this? This is <laughs> like, where's our, where's my hamburger? Like, where's my pizza or my tacos? Because I was from Texas. So, <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a. Was that Mediterranean? Um, like more from Middle I would Eastern? say Turkey. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Turkey, but I guess Mediterranean. Me Mediterranean. Yeah, it would be around the sea. But specifically, Turkey. A lot of Turkish people are working behind the imbis stands, and they just make great food. So it's like a Turkish taco. It's definitely <laughs> not a Turkish taco. Well, actually, they had something like that. It's called a duum duna. 
And it's basically the same thing, except they wrapped it up like a burrito. But it tasted way better than a burrito, I must say. I bet you. Yeah, we have a lot of Turkish places in Toronto. I remember there's one place. Isn't it Mr. Zagros? Oh. The way they make their shawarmas are so good. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's the same thing. You just shave the meat. You grab the pita. You just like wrap it up. It's like a little burrito. Yeah. Yeah. Shawarma is really good too. Yeah. Good How times. did you get introduced to this? My dad. I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> he just took me there. He's like, yeah, let's go. Let's eat. And there was one right by my house. Um, so that was like walking distance. So I just walked there and just get stuff. So eventually, you just went by yourself. I mean, eventually, yeah, yeah. Eventually, I, I got the confidence to go and get things by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, so that was, that was like my, the best. That's that that's a memorable okay. experience. Um, there so from like, the top. Plenty of uh, yeah, for its price, mm -hmm. cheap. Oh, it's, that sounds like a great price. You can take it anywhere. And you can eat it anywhere. So that's great. And especially at night, if you if you go out, they're always open usually. So you can always go and, and get one. So late night snack. So late night snack. <laughs> For all our late night snackers out there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That was that was that's my best bang for a buck. Tastes great. And you get a lot out of it. You get a lot out of it too. So it's filling. So that's my that's my number one, number one food item out there. And what was it again? How do you say it again? A duna, a duna kebab. Duna kebab. Yeah. All right. For those kebab. listening, and you happen to be in the area, or you can find one. Duna kebabs. Duna kebabs. You gotta go check it out. And get go it. check it out. Man, now I want to get one. I mean, maybe I should eat more of a dinner before coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. Now I'm just like craving that kind of food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your so best. So I'll go. What's your best yeah. take? Food take. Oh man! Now I'm thinking about Mr. Zagros, <laughs> Mr. but I don't Zagros. want to copy. It's basically some idea of the Turkish place that I used to go to in Toronto. One thing I loved about going into Toronto to eat is there's a lot of diverse ethnic foods you could say, and a lot of the people that work at the shops are from the location as well. Mm -hmm. But I always find that the food is just great in comparison to other places that I've been to. Um, it's just, they just make it differently. Like, I remember the pita being the right texture, kind of like crispy and like a little bit chewy on the inside. And the meat was like seasoned throughout the day because they'll put like, oh. they'll put slabs of meat on top of one another. And then it's on like a, I guess you'd call it like a vertical. That was a rotisserie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so the does, same thing. Yeah, yeah the same sorry, thing. Keep going. <laughs> yep, same thing. And then it slowly heats up the meat, and then the juices just slowly fold down, flow down and trickle to the bottom, right? So yeah. it just gets saturated with, like, flavor. And they usually marinate it, like, several, several days. That's the best. So That's the one best. day I plan to take you on a Toronto trip, and then we'll We go. need to go on a Toronto trip and have, one, see everybody, uh, and then, two, go eat everything. Yeah, go eat everything. I that's think one that's place one of the best places. Uh, I've never been to Toronto. I don't mean that. <laughs> I meant to say, like, I think it's one of the best things to do when you go to a new place. And that's just me, um, is to just walk around. And if you see something that you like, you just stop and you eat it. <laughs> and then you, you do it. And then keep walking in to find the next thing. And then, and then you'll, you'll see, like, a good quarter of the city, maybe, or wherever you are. So Yeah, it's like a little food journey. There. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But I do want to comment on, so I'll say something different. Okay. And then I'll talk about my traveling experience more so. Going to Venezuela, <laughs> I think that gave me some of the best experiences with food. Something that I really loved there were how they made arepas and empanadas. Oh, okay. So, actually, I'm not too sure. I think arepas are Aren't they? like corn-based, I think. Yeah. And then you can like stuff it with. They're like empanadas, but different. Yeah, they're white. And then they're not a, they taste a little bit different. They're a little more bland, so you add stuff to it. Okay. Kind of thing, like cheese and like pork, and it's kind of like a little mm. sandwich. Mm -hmm. And you just like stuff it in there. Oh, That's super good. good. And then I love, and I think what I really liked was just like their diet in general. There's like a lot of black beans, rice, mm -hmm. like pulled pork, uh, different kinds of meats. 
And then they like parilla a lot, which is like barbecue. So that you could go to different restaurants and they'd just like be cooking a bunch of different meats and then come around to your plate and give you like different sausages, different kinds of steaks. Down there, they'd also have, um, other than Ecuador and Venezuela, something that I noticed they would have is called, what's called lomo. Mm -hmm. It's like a kind of a thinner version of a steak mm -hmm. um, that you might be used to here in America. Um, so they had those kind of things. And yeah, the barbecue food was great. And they love cheese there too. Ah. Like we'd have these things called tequeños. Tequeños. And it's like literally you're eating like fried cheese. And I think there's some dough around it. <laughs> so, so like, great. <laughs> so, your, <laughs> so your meal could look like that. You have like this kind of like corn, kind of like round like a pancake. And you stuff it like a sandwich mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then you have like rice, black beans, mm. and then like some fried cheese. That sounds really good. When you said lomo, I was thinking, isn't that like a lamb's head? Like, but that's lobo, isn't it? Or lobo is wolf. Yeah. Oh, never no, mind. Close. No, similar. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> but I feel like you're in the ballpark. <laughs> wolf <Yeah>. eat lambs. <laughs> lobo. Okay, never mind. At least I think so. No, I no, think you're no, right. I'm questioning yeah. it. Oh, don't question. You're good. Oveja is sheep. Yeah, that's what it is. That sounds more like a sheep. I don't, I don't know why they call them. Anyway, and then the, the way they make their empanadas is, like, so great. They're, like, the ones that I've had is, like, you know, the corn, they just, like, fry it. So the corn is really crispy. So you have two kind of versions. Like, you have the flour one mm -hmm. and the corn one. I mm -hmm. really like the corn one because it's, like, really crispy. Mm -hmm. And it's really juicy as well because it retains a lot of the flavor in the, yeah. in the outer part. And then they'll stuff it with, like, carne asada which is like pulled pork and different kinds of meats like that well that sounds really good that sounds like a very meat heavy like rich savory yeah diet yes very rich very savory diet indeed. and they like to one thing i've noticed is down there they they definitely like their seasonings they don't shy away from things being really sweet or salty in my opinion in comparison to what i've experienced in other countries anyway in america yeah. Okay. Like I'll drink. I remember drinking iced tea and thinking, "Man, this is like tons of sugar." But my friends were just like, eh, "Whatever." Like this was like, I don't know. So they're they're very generous with this the flavor. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah everything Pike packs a punch, which that's really cool. I like that. I think that's needed. Sometimes you need food that really packs a punch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember one of the like the one of the fun stories. So. Here's one thing I really miss about uh, food from Germany. I miss, I miss good bread. Well, Living, yeah. <laughs> the difference is significant. Yeah. Um, the significance is that America has trash bread. <laughs> um, it's the worst. From the dumpster. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. It's like no, I know. I know what you're talking about though. I, I hope. I think. You I, do. I don't know about German bread, but yeah. <laughs> so. I think the beauty yeah. about German bread is that at least for every breakfast that I had um, in Germany with uh, like my grandparents, um, there was always bread um, at the table. And it wasn't like your sliced bread. It wasn't that. They would, would go to the bakery <laughs> like store in the morning. Yeah, not Wonder Bread. Get out of here, Wonder Bread. <laughs> they would go to the bakery Get store. You to the curbside. And they would buy like fresh rolls of, of bread. Um, and a lot of German bread also has, there's like variety of German bread that has different nuts on them too. So you can have like your typical, I guess you would call it like a sourdough roll. Um, but it's not, how do I put this? German bread has like a solidness to it. It's not like when you pick up a sourdough baguette or whatever yeah. at the market here in America at the Kroger. Uh, <laughs> and when you pick Food it line. up, it's just like it's floppy, and you can like you yeah. can squeeze it. Yeah, you um, can squeeze it, and it's soft and it's it's doughy. <laughs> but German bread has this hardiness to it, where you could like it make that nice crunching sound. I miss that. I I don't know. So it's like a nice harder outer layer. It's a hard outer layer. It's nice and fluffy on the inside. And then you pair it with anything. You pair it with mm. butter and salami or your different types of cheeses or um, your Liebewurst or your Nutella or you do like cucumbers and stuff and you put that on. It's just like, it's a lot of bread, but at the end of it, you still feel good about yourself. 
You still feel good about yourself. You still feel like, yeah, okay, I feel okay. <laughs> I miss German bread a lot. So oh, that sounds super good. Yeah. I like that crunchiness going into it though. Just like Yeah. 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 Just American bread is sad. It's like I take a slice yeah. out and I can roll it back into a dough ball. I know. Oh. I feel like I actually remember doing that as a kid, just like squeezing it. <laughs> <laughs> Like specifically the wonder type of bread. I just. But. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. So American bread. Not that great. German bakeries. They rock. Yeah. That's awesome. This is just Trash America podcast. Today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I do feel like the food is here. Here is very different than what, than what I've had in other places. Are they big on sandwiches? In Germany? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, plain just plain answer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of different types of sandwiches. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> One thing I've noticed, my opinion anyway, these are just my thoughts, <laughs> that make <laughs> bread, like, I remember in Venezuela, just all the foods tasted differently, I'll be honest. One, I think, and Ecuador too. For one thing, I think, I, I don't know if I could taste this, but it seems like there are less preservatives in a lot of the food. So like bread that you always bought was always like really fresh. Mm-hmm. And like when we went to the bakery, yeah, it was just, and it was like not the same. Like, I guess looking back at it, I could probably classify it as like different types of croissants and whatnot. And like, yeah. baguettes. But it seemed like there was like a lot of variety in like how to prepare the shapes and like different types of bread. Like when I went to a bakery, it was like I got an assortment of things. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't like I was shopping for the same kind of thing. Also, yeah. and like everything just like shop. felt fresh. Yeah, and like they would hand make it themselves. It wasn't like I don't know. I didn't buy something from a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I remember even like milk tasting different coming back. It was like. Mm. Even, yes. from, even from Canada, I was like, it's yes. a little different. Yeah. Wait, what, what, what difference did you taste? It seemed more rich. I don't know if because we ended up buying fattier milk and like. Would it seem more rich in America or in, Canada? In or? Venezuela and like places like. Okay. Because I remember being told like less preservatives were being used. Mm-hmm. But we also find worms in our broccoli. I remember that in Venezuela. It's mm. like, <laughs> we'd wash <laughs> i'd be washing my vegetables like washing the broccoli and then i like see tons of little like short green stubby things i'm like oh mom what's this she's like oh they're worms i was like yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> so less preservatives overall but yeah. you get insects too <laughs> but you had the insects yeah but yeah so milk tasted rich did you have a thought on that or something no no i just i i I'll jog the memory of like yeah the milk did taste a lot different for one thing, like the milk was a lot um, in smaller cartridges. Cartridge? Is that the right? Cartridge is not the right word. Cartons? Cartons, yes. Yeah. yeah. Cartridge. It's like for um, a gun. It's like, yeah. <laughs> they were in smaller cartons. So they were like really tiny. Like you'd have to buy like six milks the last day of the week or something. Maybe we just had a lot of milk. I don't know. <laughs> um, but like here in America, it's like you want a gallon. Yeah, you, you get a gallon. a gallon. You don't get anything less than that. Um, everything is is really, really big. That I definitely noticed. Even like the drink sizes. I was like, this is massive. That's one thing I noticed. Like as a standard for. It's a standard. Know, yeah. Down to everything was like yeah. a little tiny cup. I tried really hard to, when I came back to America, I tried really hard to butt against everything that was like massive <laughs> i was really? like i want the smallest size i want the smallest plate give me the tiniest thing. give me the tiniest cup you have <laughs> yeah that was something for sure that I was trying to maybe that's why i don't know i was like so minimalist <laughs> like everything has to be tiny and useful and practical <laughs> is this where the tidy houses came was this? Her? I, I don't, don't know. No, the tiny houses. That was my dad's idea. Oh, okay. Because he actually saw some tiny house, tiny tree houses, in Berlin, and he thought that was a really cool idea. 
and we thought we would do that here in America because you have a little bit more freedom. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, our trees don't work for that. So <laughs> <laughs> not here in Virginia, at least. Uh, yeah, not near the coast. Can't import the idea. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Yeah. What What was your um, going from like uh, from Venezuela back to Venezuela, Ecuador, back to Canada? What was like the Was there any weird food transition that you had to get used to, or did it feel like everything was kind of similar coming back <clears throat> to Canada? Yeah. I know you said the milk was one, so the milk was yeah was a different transition. But anything like more like the food, it was like chicken wings. Really, (laughs) (laughs) I love chicken wings. (laughs) Um, I think sometimes what I noticed was like the type of I don't know the way I best can describe it is it seemed like the food that I was getting down there had less preservatives in it, and the chickens were less. genetically tampered with that could <laughs> that could be an assumption that i'm making maybe yeah but i but i noticed like the chicken wings are different even and that's something i noticed between canada and the states like the chicken wings are like better here so it might not have anything to do with that but oh, in canada okay. i noticed like the eating chicken was different i don't know so that was something that like stuck out to me in terms of food um cheese was different because i was it was like i saw more craft cheese and like Oh. whatever like the slabs of like cheese that you might hear. but like when i was living in ecuador Venezuela, it seemed like i was just getting something from like a farmer like mm-hmm. someone that actually like farmed it and had eggs taste a little bit different yeah so those were it's like the actual product itself was like different that's what i noticed anyway that seems really nice but yeah. but i'll be honest like i love the asian food in toronto so some of these things kind of didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. So I do want to say that, like, I thoroughly enjoyed the food options in Toronto. That's good. Yeah. I was, I was, gonna, I was thinking that it was, wouldn't be too hard of a transition because yeah. it's like, yeah, we're just having good food here. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so there were certain things where I was like, eh, this is different. But then because there's so much good food that I got to enjoy other places, I was like, fine. With it. Oh, there was one food that I really liked that you guys actually had. Um, at the Guangdong at the Guangdong place uh-huh. and it was it was one of the ones with like rice noodles and like beef yeah, yeah. and some veggies mm-hmm. on it yeah so that was always like my favorite dish in Venezuela and I think it's because the guy that we used to buy it from like my parents my parents knew him or whatever I really liked the way he made it specifically mm. like the noodles were really wide and thick and the way he did the sauce was really good and I feel like I've never found the same quality of that dish <laughs> In other places, even though I'm sure like there's just as good, but there's always like things I think I end up missing from like specific places or like mm-hmm. specific restaurants. Yeah, yeah, of course. They just have good memories attached to them yeah. or associated with them. Yeah, it's sad when you don't get that back. No, it you is. Don't get that feeling. I was back. like, I can't find it. I was like, <laughs> the other sad part is I felt like I say the name. I think I brought this up with you. Yeah, yeah. You I did. thought I'd say that. Like I swear I said the name, but they wouldn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. And I swear I said it. The right. waitress is just like no. <laughs> <laughs> so I sometimes I'll have to describe it, but that I found interesting too. It's like different places might call like a dish slightly different. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Or like prefer like mm-hmm. a way to talk about slightly different. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Or the things for you. Well, that, that that when, or what kind of things was it for you when you went back to like the U.S. Where you're like, uh, this was like way better in Germany or something that you thought just didn't compare. Well, two things come to mind. The first thing is that hamburgers in America. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, you got that. You got that on lock. I mean. They do. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't find a decent hamburger place in Berlin. There's like one, two, but it's, it's called The Bird. And you had some nice, some pretty good burgers there. So that was that was like the place you went to go to if you want to get like a really good hamburger. Like a gourmet type of burger. But like. I guess you go to McDonald's 
But it's McDonald's. So I <laughs> <laughs> don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, you know, uh, at least it's like for least America, interesting. there is more hamburger variety, I guess. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, okay, we'll give that to you. Um, but one thing that really shocked me when I came, when I came back to America during my gap year um, was biscuits and gravy. Have you had biscuits and gravy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you like it? I love biscuits. Well, it depends who makes it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I will say it depends who makes it. It took me a while. But I do like it. I do like it. Yeah, it took me a while to to learn how to enjoy biscuits and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first day I'm jet lagged and I'm working at yeah. a camp for the summer. And they're like, everybody's like really excited in the morning. Just like, we got biscuits and gravy for the morning. I'm just like, biscuits and gravy? And it's just two biscuits with gray white slop gravy on them and that's all you got for breakfast <laughs> sounds so sad and i looked at it i'm just like i'm not eating this maybe i was being a little too prejudiced against the biscuits and gravy but um that took me a long time every time they'd be like oh we got biscuits and gravy this morning I'm just like just give me give me some fruit or something <laughs> I don't want to eat this. Um, but eventually I kind of learned to like, like it a little bit. And so, but I would try it in small portions. So it took me a while to warm up to it. Yeah. Some biscuits and gravy is not that great. Yeah. <laughs> some, yeah, not that great. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like if you've, if you, <laughs> it's a very American thing to think about. It's like biscuits and gravy. Of course there would be a food item called biscuits and gravy. So burgers stuck out to you and biscuits and gravy? Yeah, I mean, yeah. biscuits and gravy, because I'd never heard of biscuits and gravy until that summer. And burgers, because it'd been a while since I had like a an American burger. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm, okay. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> now I'm done with American burgers. <laughs> Give me something else, please. Yeah. Well, something here is like, I don't know. There's not always too much variety. No, yeah. Kind but of, definitely, I've had some yard house, like some great burgers. I remember when I went to Raleigh. I think it's Bad Daddies. Bad Daddies? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice name. And this is Big Daddies. Anyway, I think it's Bad Daddies. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Bad Daddies. <clears throat> but that they had some monster burgers. Oh, yes. Did you ever go to McDonald's in Germany? Oh yeah, all the time. How is how does it compare to the McDonald's? Well, they have the McRib. No, they have the not the McRib. They have Oh my gosh, what's it called? Oh, I don't know. I just lost it in my head. Like you know how like McDonald's around in different countries and different parts of the world have like a a unique food item. Yeah, related. that's what that's why I'm asking you. Yeah, so yeah. What was it? What was it called? I think it was, it was something with a sausage. I want to say, but I'm 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 really blanking, so I don't remember. Okay. For the most part, it was the same. It's just everything was just a smaller size, so not too much of a difference. As a lacrosse team, every time we went on on an away game, when we would come back, we'd always stop at a McDonald's to have McDonald's. And then one day our, our coach said, enough. <laughs> Every time we go to an away game, we're going to peruse the local area and find the <laughs> local restaurant. We're going to eat there um, instead of stopping at McDonald's all the time. So I, I see where he was coming. It was actually really nice. But McDonald's was also a tradition. So I guess a lot of us were not happy about that. <laughs> Everyone was like sad about it. Like, He's like trying to get you guys to eat better food. Yeah, better food, explore the local culture. And <laughs> we're just like, no, take us to McDonald's. I know the things you you hold on to when you're younger. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty similar then. Yeah. Except for you said like, it's just smaller there's sizes. a sausage. Yeah, I don't one. know. I don't remember what that was again. Okay. A McRib or something. Uh, McRib was definitely there, but it was something because Berlin is known for its, um, oh, cur curry, curry sausage or currywurst. 
So I feel okay. like it was something about that, but I can't remember. That's interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always curious how they're different. I do remember when I went to Italy, like the McDonald's, everything was smaller. So that's what I'm picturing when you say. Yeah, everything's Everything's <laughs> smaller in German. Because then you come here, it's like, I don't know. The medium, looks like, the medium looks like large to me. Yeah, it does. It and does. I'll be honest. I'm like, okay, great. I get more stuff. I mean, yeah, I get, you kind of get used to it after a while. Um, but that's, I guess that's what I'm nervous about is that I'm used to it now. So when we go back to Germany this year, because we are doing that. When we go back to Germany this year, it's going to be like, I have to like relearn things again. <laughs> readapt. Kind of <laughs> readapt. Yeah. Introduce to culture shock all over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's fun. It yeah. kind of sucks. All right. Uh, it kind of sucks that even though you've lived in a country for a while and then you leave and then you come back, you re-experience that culture shock all over again, even though you're prepared for it. Like, you know, it's going to happen. And it, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. It's kind of interesting how that happens. But it sounds like you feel something about that makes you sad. Well, it's because even though you know, I know everything about what's going to happen, it still happens. It's like the grief process. It's like if you lose somebody, and even though I know what the grief process entails and I know how to work through it, it doesn't take away the fact that you still have to go through it. That makes sense. So it still kind of sucks. Yeah. But I guess I'm more informed, so. And that goes the same for entering a different state in America. Yeah, I think I, like, I remember going, experiencing that going back to Canada for home assignment. I think, like, I felt that when I had to go back to home assignment or, like, certain parts of traveling, it's, like, it's also in part knowing, like, this was home and then I'm reentering it, but it feels different. And then sometimes it brings back, like, I'll have to leave this again if I do get used to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Life of a TCK. <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty interesting, but you're aware of that right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say so. But at least you have good tools and you have a good family. That's true. To Very deal true. with. Yeah. <clears throat> to participate in that with. So have you ever had anything that's um that's an insect? Willingly. I was gonna say not there's, in your there's the story of my mom finding me with like spider legs hanging on my mouth. Oh when I, like, when I was like a toddler, I don't even remember. What was that about? I don't know. Just like she found she told me she found me I had like spider legs hanging on my mouth. Oh, gosh <laughs> i think i was like one or something i don't know um willingly i've had like some people would say shrimp or like insects but uh oh, okay <laughs> chocolate covered ants really yeah oh those are tiny so unnoticeable okay. but i'm not a fan of insects so okay that list is very it's probably just to ants that i can think of right now because <laughs> The idea of insects. Uh. How about crickets? No. No? Have you? No, but I I saw this Netflix show one time where a guy was making uh, like a candy, like a candy bar. And he was really interested into like insects, and especially crickets. So he wanted to make a protein candy bar with insects, with crickets. <laughs> Did he sell you on like his goodness? Well, he was just like, yeah, crickets got a lot of protein in it. And I'm just like, oh, that sounds like not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true though. Like, I would try that maybe chocolate covered cricket, but. Per pound is, you get a lot of protein. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was wondering about that because I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I, maybe I'll go for a cricket. Yeah. Yeah. I think Caroline's tried a uh, scorpion when she was in Thailand. Nice. Was it alive? 
No. Okay. <laughs> it was definitely dead. I think I remember seeing something about how these Japanese people try to like eat it when they're alive. And it was like a skill thing also. What? Because like eating things when they're alive like takes skill. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> yeah, I got to kill you to eat you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. No. Uh, I've done frog, getting into the weirder thing. Frog, oh, really? Yeah, they did frog legs in Hong Kong. That was interesting. So it's just frog legs, not yeah, the whole just frog. frog. No, not the whole frog. I don't okay. think maybe people usually eat the rest of it, but maybe like the, a stew. Yeah, the frog legs are more common, and it tasted like on the good bites, it tasted like chicken. With the bad bites, <laughs> what was that texture? I feel like the texture, <laughs> the rubbery. <laughs> And then it started being like, like if you cook, it has like chicken has that like white kind of like tender, mm-hmm. tender texture and feel to it. So those were the nice parts. <clears throat> and then it starts getting to the thinner, narrower parts that start taking more like, tasting more like I'm eating an amphibian. <laughs> but the sauce was super good. I think they sold me on the sauce. Like they had, and the way they made the rice with it, like oh, that wow. made it really okay. good. So I like, I actually wanted to eat it, but I could only eat so much and then my brain would tell me it's a frog and then <laughs> i'd get like a little disgusted psych yourself out a little bit <laughs> oh the worst never mind no what's the worst well it's not so much like food though but i'm just thinking the other restaurant that we went to worst experience with food oh okay so think of it that way like the f- it was like a bunch of random food that i hadn't had before one of them was like I swear it kind of felt like I was eating cartilage that was made into gelatin um, shaped meats <laughs> with like tomato sauce. I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, I had, a, I had a bunch of things that were like a little different than what I normally eat. Uh-huh. And then I tried to, and then I noticed my stomach feeling very upset. Uh-huh. And then my mind, I was like, well, this is going to be like diarrhea. I should go find a toilet <laughs> and take care of this. And then I remember going to the toilet, just seeing a hole in the ground. I was like, this is oh. this is not gonna i do not know how to use it properly and much more so if i have like diarrhea <laughs> try to like run around and try to find like i think we found a starbucks or something eventually <laughs> but that was one where i was like i was like trying different foods in a place where i didn't know how to use the toilet that's uh so you couldn't do the asian squat oh no definitely not yeah okay. well i definitely didn't want to try Right, like in that, like I didn't want that to be my first experience. <laughs> like, I if I knew it was gonna be solids, I was like, okay, whatever, like, I'll give it a go. <laughs> but I knew it was gonna be like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it just wasn't gonna be a good shot. That's for sure. <laughs> Try not to gross out all our listeners. <laughs> well, I can. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you so. That's a really interesting texture that you described too, like cartilage shaped meat. So it tasted that's, that's like. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. It, it was like, it wasn't like, because it wasn't, it didn't feel like I was eating like, like fiber. I don't know. I don't want to say fiber, but like meat. But like, yeah. You like, know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. just seemed like uh-huh. a collection of like cartilage mash. It's like, it was like, Wiggly and gelatinous. <laughs> Wiggly and gelatinous. <laughs> this rest off. I can't. No, no, thank you. Yeah. Which, which reminds me of another bad time where <laughs> we were in boarding school. <laughs> and then I remember like all the kids and the, and the dorm parents like joking about how like the wind must have blown the pages of the cookbook. So when we were in boarding school, we had like cooks that would cook for us. Yeah. Because it's just easier and like you just... They cook a bunch and it's kind of like buffet style. Mm-hmm. And then one dish we got, I swear it was like chicken. It had this, it had a similar gelatinous like feel. It didn't, it didn't seem very like chickeny. The texture was terrible. It was like, to me, it was like very gelatinous because I tried, I actually tried some. But get this. So it had tomato sauce on it, olives, and then had this like marshmallow, like weird, like, like fluff. Yeah, like fluff just like on top of it. I was like, <laughs> we're all kind of like, what? <laughs> Like this, it just looks like the wind blew the pages on like the cookbook, and then she just like dropped like random stuff on it. Oh, I like what? onions, and then I it had something else. I was like sweeten it, and then we're like, I want to say like raisins. I don't know. It was like oh, 
I was like, what is, we were all kind of like, what is this com- combination? It was like Mystery Friday or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that cook was, we all kind of knew that cook because she, she made interesting foods, but that was, that was the most memorable. That That's very memorable. Yeah. So were you guys pretty hungry after that? I'm trying to remember what we did after that. I'm, yeah, everyone was definitely hungry after that. We might have ordered pizza or something. <laughs> Yeah, everyone was like totally dissatisfied, but they're all like laughing because it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I imagine that would be quite a stir. What what was boarding school food like for like most of the time? I thought it was pretty good for the most of the time. There's a lot of students that hated it also. They're the picky ones. So, so there's that like, because I remember in breakfast, we'd get like hash browns and like yeah. fried eggs and like ham and like all these different things well and is, then, was so, it very was it diverse or was it more like a yeah. western style breakfast yeah it was super diverse like oh, okay. we'd get hamburgers some days we'd get like tacos and like fajitas they'd try to do chinese food um <laughs> we'd get like sometimes they'd just order pizza we'd get like local food too which was so this was in ecuador they made a lot of like lentils and like lentils oh lentils. and then lomo uh-huh so they did lomo, and then we get like mashed potatoes. Yeah, we do traditional thanks American um, American Thanksgiving dinners, so like uh-huh. turkey and whatnot, and like stuffing, because most of the kids were either American or Canadian. Okay, and then they can make requests to the cooks. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow, that's special. You guys got to make requests. Yeah. I so I I don't I wasn't complaining about the food. and I also I could eat as much as I wanted growing up <laughs> and not like worry about it. <laughs> You're yeah. <laughs> You're like you and I are both kind of the same. We're just like, yeah, we just eat what's given to us and we don't mind. Unless of course it's like gelatinous. Yeah, exactly. Chicken. Yeah. So it wasn't like I guess it wasn't like special food. Like we didn't get like super nicely cooked steak or like Right, right, right. It wasn't like yeah, super you weren't well a private boarding school. Yeah, exactly. Just a boarding it wasn't school. a private school. <laughs> but in my mind was I was like, well, this is like doesn't taste terrible. There's a lot. And some of those kids were super picky. In my opinion. <laughs> but oh, I guess man. it's also tough too. Because you're away from your family. I think the harder part was like some kids were away from their family. and Yeah. Used to certain foods. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's part of the thing too with food. Because it brings back such strong memories of like the past and yeah. good times, hopefully. Not always bad times. But um, Yeah. Like food is a very special thing. Maybe, at least for me, like sharing food around the table or having people over is always something that I enjoy because it feels very like connective and um, people bring different dishes and, and different things like that. So it feels like, oh, it just feels good. It just feels like this is where everybody can come from different backgrounds and everybody can like be together and kind of have something that connects us all so that sounds super cliche but i mean that's true <laughs> no i think I, but i think it's super true and i think like i also think in terms of like it's a great way to fellowship and like share life with one another it's like yeah share food and like <clears throat> the blessings that god gave us i remember like my parents would do that all the time as like pastors and just share life with one another and then cook and yeah be able to talk and get to know one another yeah. And something that stands out to me more and more as I'm older is like, I get to enjoy this goodness that shows me a glimpse of like God's goodness to me. It's like, like we eat food for sustenance in part, right? But I also get to eat food and enjoy these People. beautiful and like delicious People. thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like just idea of like God giving us the ability to like enjoy and like savor things. Yeah. I think it's like a huge blessing. It's like it, we could have been designed to just like eat something that was like bland and that was like we couldn't taste anything. That's just like part of our existence. But like we actually get to enjoy like those, I don't know, delicacies in those life. Delicacies. So we get to be mindful for those things with it, with those yeah. things for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, I th- and definitely, of course, the people. And it's just like, it's like an enjoyable way to take part and like share and like connect with people too right 
like yeah. we, you and I are having a whole conversation on just like how things taste. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like adds another depth of that, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was one of my favorite parts too about being overseas is like, at least as maybe like a, kind of like a missionary counseling family, it was very like whenever we had people visiting, those were the, those were a lot of fun because yeah. those are memorable experiences because it was like, yeah, we get to all eat, I guess. I don't know, maybe because it was the food, but I was just like, oh yeah, this is going to be fun. Like, yeah. like we're all going to bring people in and we're going to share a meal. Um, and that's always fun. So yeah, yeah, I definitely like those experiences a lot. So and it was always, sounds like, what were you gonna say? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> You're reflecting. <laughs> I'm reflecting. <clears throat> mm. But yeah, I always look forward to like what my friends, like their parents would bring, because they'd make it like slightly different. Like I'd know certain dishes, like my how my mom would make it. And then I'd think about, oh, like my friends are bringing this. Like my friend's mom's like making this. I'm like, they make it different. It's like kind of looking forward to it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be fun. Oh, that's nice. Even though I may not like know everybody right away. Yeah. It's like a great like it's a great way to bring people together. It's so a great bonding tool. So I love how like you were also looking forward to like, yeah, just eating and trying the yeah. foods. Yeah, maybe maybe just because we're guys, we're just like food. I don't know. That's a <laughs> part of my thought too. But that then again, that's not true. There's plenty of people who love food, but. <laughs> oh, I definitely just like love to eat. I'm just like I need to, I need to hold back on that probably, or I can start leading to other areas of problems. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Oh, juice. Wait, what? I'm thinking about, I just thought of an answer to the previous question. You t- you asked me about like th- certain things that were different. Oh. <laughs> like going back to, this is just going back to previous in a conversation. This just stands out to me. Like juice. Like when I, I remember being in like Ecuador and Venezuela, when I ordered juice, it would almost always be like freshly squeezed from an actual hmm. like fruit or something. Like that was like kind of the expectation that like juice of the day that was top tier and then so i always expected just having like natural like freshly squeezed juice i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i always expected <laughs> I'm just... oh yeah, yeah that, was, that was weird and then like here if i order juice it's gonna be like <laughs> i guess from like a carton or yeah or whatever yeah. a jug yeah and then it's like pro- that's where the process thing sticks out in my head yeah Oh, yeah. I feel like everything here is just better if you have it fresh for the most part. Because everything always seems, at least in America, we're talking about America, um, everything's a little bit more processed and it's fast and convenient sometimes. Um, everything seems to have sugar in it, which is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> and it lasts super long. I'm like, should the bread this last this long? <laughs> I felt like it was kind of like when I was like living, um, when I was studying, doing our masters, and I didn't have a car. Like I knew which breads to get, in part because they lasted super long without molding, and I couldn't drive back and forth. But also thinking to myself, I was like, "This can't be like this can't be good for me either." Yeah, might as well just take the molds. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean it's hard if like living here and. Especially without a car, because you didn't have a car when you're in your in the master's program. I didn't have a car when I was at my uh, my bachelor's program, so I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I had to eat campus food. I couldn't eat anything else, <laughs> which annoyed yeah. me, just oh, yeah. because it was, I got so tired of it after some point. But that again, going back to like the food connects everybody. One thing that I really liked and tried to strive for in my dorm at uh, my bachelor's program was to have like all of us make food. Um, But because my little dorm was very diverse too, um, because my roommate, he was from Zambia. And then we had um, the other two across the hall. We had one American, (laughs) but we had one guy from um, Dubai and another guy from, Lived in North Carolina, but is Vietnamese. And then at Europe, yeah. we get Germany. And then we had another person from Mexico. What? Do I know that one guy? 
Yeah, you do like Urker. Yeah. So I was like, hey, we're going to have Thanksgiving, uh, but everybody has to bring a dish from their own country or at least their own. <laughs> Try to make I your like own it. native dish. <laughs> like and that was a lot of fun because everybody came and everybody brought something very different. Um, we had one guy from Canada come up. <laughs> he just brought pancakes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some Canadian syrup. I was like, I, I was gonna ask you to at least bring Canadian it's syrup. Like a Cowan's, yeah, you can come. Maple syrup. <laughs> that was fun. I really enjoyed that or those moments. Cause yeah, it was just a good time where we all got to come together and and have good food. Definitely ate way too much that night. So was there a few or one dish that that you were like, oh, this is super good. I haven't had this before um that you remember anyway no no i don't remember all the dishes to be honest but i remember that night i remember the night being filled with people that i liked mm -hmm. um and just having a really good time sitting around and eating and talking and having fun so that was a good time yeah it's like a great way to create memories yeah yeah and a great way to kind of have that experience of like those were the experiences that I had living in America, kind of stuck on campus where I was like, this is where I feel most at home, away from home. So those were good experiences for sure. Yeah, I think I felt that uh, going to your home. Uh -huh. Because I feel like sometimes the TCK experiences being away from home but being with another family that kind of just like adopts you a little bit and it's like i don't know and just i remember just sharing about that with your family like your mom being super curious about like the different cultures that i've lived in and whatnot yeah it's like it's very hospitable and very kind i think it makes yeah. you feel seen Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's how I feel. So, yeah, I'm glad we could have you over. That's pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. Many more to come, but the next stop should definitely be Toronto. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, you, I have so many places that I want to go to that I'd be happy to show you to. I'd love to go, yeah. It's just, I, yeah, I think of all the places I've lived in, I can get the most diversity of food in that city, you could say. Like, I can still, because I, I can find Venezuelan food there. <laughs> oh, cachitas. That was something else that was super good. It was like cachitas. this bread. And this is where, um, you know, I told you I could get bread in all different shapes and forms. So the, it, it'd be this bread that they cooked. It's kind of like elongated, kind of like this size <laughs> that you're seeing with the shape of my hand. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a little <laughs> mini loaf. And then inside would be like little cut up pieces of ham and oh. like cheese inside. It's like baked inside of it. Interesting. So they'd, they'd be creative. It's not just like I'm buying just like a plain loaf of bread. Like they'd have stuff inside of it sometimes. Or bang de jamon. It's like bread with ham. Bread with ham. Yeah. 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 I understood jamon. But I definitely think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> nice exercising the Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Getting my... Yeah, wetting my tongue in Spanish all over again. Uh, that was a fun time. What were some of your, did you talk about this yet? What were some of your, like, towards the weird end, like the badder end? Toward the badder, like, bad, bad end? Oh, I don't know. Like um, the foods that you've tried? The negative experiences. <laughs> it's not actually... <laughs> This will be our last story. <laughs> it's it. not even a food. It's not necessarily. It is a food story. That's fine. Because it Whatever. relates to food. Yeah. But what I. All right. I'll just. Yeah. I'll just tell the story. Um, I think we hit an hour. So this is our this is the last That's story fine. for tonight. All right. The last story, guys. Focus up. Focus up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. So in, in 2014, I was 17. I was playing for the national team lacrosse. The German national team. And we were in Denver um, at a at Colorado college, I think. 
and we had our rookie hazing night. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Everybody was safe. But one of the things that we had to do as a rookie um, was we had to, for some reason, um, the veterans and wise leaders of our team took uh, condoms <laughs> and they killed it with everything was edible. That's what they said, at least. Everything was edible. Um, which I, I I do believe everything was edible, but they they filled the condom with something. I don't know what it was. To be honest, I don't know what it was, but it was white, and it had stuff in it too that was kind of hard and weird. Still, I had a terrible texture, basically. Of course, he made it white. Of course, oh yeah. So, <laughs> um, so what the what you had to do was you had to, um. Everything was a race against the other rookies because if you didn't, mm. if you were last, you got punished. Actually, getting waxed. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> everything was like do or die. Um, and so you had to rip open the condom and you had to drink whatever was inside. And I remember drinking that, and it was vile and disgusting. Oh. Um. Anyway, fast forward a little bit. We finished the rookie night. Everybody's happy. Everybody's made it across. Nobody got hurt emotionally or physically. <laughs> um, and everybody's really excited. And so we're all going out to eat um, to celebrate. And so I, I definitely brushed my teeth because I'm like, I got to get this taste out of my, yeah. my mouth. Um, cleanse the palate. Cleanse the palate, yeah. Anyways, so we go to this restaurant. And it's a great time. And I order my food. And 20 minutes later, they bring my food out. It smells delicious. And I'm like, I can't wait to eat. And I take a bite and I immediately gag because it tastes the same or it has a, a, an association with what I had from the condom. Oh, no. It's <laughs> like, no. <laughs> What is this? It's like, I don't know what they use, but it's the same taste. So by association, I had an immediate gag oh, reflex. Man. And I couldn't eat my food. Um, and I would bet you today that if I had something, whatever that was, I would probably have the same reflex again. So that was a, that was a sad night because I couldn't eat my food. Oh, man. That was my worst food experience, I feel like. So your brain still remembered that? Just by association. Yeah. yeah. What was the food they brought out? I don't remember. Okay. Like I can't I can't place it on my okay. head, but whatever okay. they used was the same thing that they used. <laughs> so I believe them when they say it was edible. So <laughs> that's how, that's at least that's some confirmation. That. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we'll show you. <laughs> uh, we'll show you what we did. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I think other than that, I've had some good food experiences waffle house i don't think i ever liked waffle house i think that was a terrible food experience so stories for another day but i hope you guys enjoyed that yeah i don't got anything else <laughs> do you know what did the do you remember what it tastes like Can i think you... some of it might have been something with mayonnaise but it wasn't any mayonnaise that i know okay <clears throat> So you got me. But it was something white, so I figured it was something yeah. like that, or I don't know. That, now that reminds me of when we did the obstacle race. <laughs> what was the obstacle race? Another story. One more. <laughs> Are we doing one more? Yeah. Why, why All right. Not? All right. Let's do one more. Um. So, <clears throat> for the students in our school, you got to sign up with like one ministry organization. So one of them was called Guardians. It's like a mentorship. Uh -huh. Another program where like you try to mentor kids that are like younger, whatever. And then another one was called the Campana Coche. And then this, you go minister to kids in the jungle and whatnot. But they have like team building activities. Okay. Um, kids in the hospital. You try to like evangelize in the hospital. But they had these team building activities that involved the relay races. 
So you'd go to this like retreat or whatever for a weekend, I think. And then we just did like a bunch of relay races and games. So it was like some idea. Uh-huh. And, then, <laughs> and then one of the pit stops was like, there was a bucket of like random, it seemed like boiled intestines. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> and then so as a group, you had to like finish that bucket before you could proceed. Why? Oh. <laughs> it was pretty not enjoyable, but to, I'm pretty sure everything was helpful. You had to eat the bucket? It's... Like the contents of the bucket. So like... I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It seemed like chopped up like liver, heart, and like intestines and stuff. But it was like, there was no seasoning. It's <laughs> like they literally just boiled it and was like there. I was like, oh, this is terrible. Wow. I don't know why we did this. I hear liver's pretty good for you though. Yeah. So is the heart. Yeah. It is good. Nothing, nothing problematic with its health benefits, but <laughs> nothing but benefits. <laughs> but the taste, oh my goodness, and the texture was rough. What did it taste like? Was like it gay? bitter? It, it to me, it was like really bitter and dry and squishy, and it was like meat. So like, <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's the impression I got. Okay. But your your game story reminded me of that. Wow. Like All that, right. Yeah. I just try to eat slowly. and That would have been great for hazing. <laughs> hazing what? in an ethical way. <laughs> yeah, an ethical. Yeah. yeah, no, nothing. Nothing. It's totally ethical. Yep. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. But yeah. That was a good story. That was a good way to finish. <laughs> but thanks for listening, guys. If you guys have any... Fun stories or interesting food experiences, good or bad, whatever they may be, feel free to contact us, let us know, and you're welcome to share them if you guys like. We appreciate you guys for listening and spending time and hearing our stories. Hopefully, I didn't gross you guys out too much. (laughs) Hopefully not, yeah. Hopefully you guys can relate and uh, find some uh, sympathy and, and shared experiences across the world. So Yeah, and I encourage you guys, if you guys have them, to share with others too that um, you might build connections with or share meals over. Yes. We'll see you guys next time. Adios. Signing off.